Hello guys, welcome back to Sleepover Talks. I'm your host, Christina. Today's topic, we're going to talk about college and picking the right school for you and your major because I feel like a lot of us when we start school, when we transition from high school or we've been out of school for just a really long time and we have no idea what we want to major or what we want to do or what is it that we want to go to school for. Sometimes we decide to go to school because we feel pressured or because we see other people that go to school and we want to be like them but we don't really have a necessarily plan. So this podcast today is going to give you a little bit of idea of how to pick the school that's right for you and your major and so on and so forth. So for starters, I think in order to pick a school, there's a lot of schools here in the States for sure that you can decide what's best suitable for you, whether it be online whether it be a two-year vocational. Sometimes it can be three, I believe. I'm not sure, depending on the program. But those can also be costly effective, which is can be really expensive. Or you can go to a community college, get your general education done, which I did, and then transfer to a four-year university to do your upper division courses. So a little bit of background story on my education. I graduated in high school 2010. I started college a year after, which was 2011. Um, I just gave myself some time because I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to do. I didn't want to go to the community college that was um, in the next town over me because everybody in my whole school that I graduated with um, that's years, that year, senior year, uh, was basically going there or the university that we have as well. Um, so I decided that the following year, I was going to go to the community college. I didn't take it seriously at all. I just went to college thinking, oh, you know, socially, I'm just going to make friends, so forth and so on. And, um... I think a couple years in is when I finally like started to take into account that I can't really be messing around and I can't really be thinking this way, just going to school to make friends. You know, I mean, it's a good way to make friends. Like, don't get me wrong, but you also have to be serious about your education studies as well. So um, what I basically did was figure out what I wanted to do. And at first I was just taking random classes which I think you should do, and I will talk about that later on. I was just taking random classes and not taking them seriously. And when that happened, my GPA was going down. And then I believed I didn't go for like a semester or two. And then I decided to go back again to the community college. And when I finally went back, I was taking classes. And then I changed my major like three or four times again, which again held me back in my own way of thinking um, just because I didn't take it serious. And I... Then I, around 2017, I took a summer class in child development, and then I decided to pick my major in that, in child development, just because I have work experience with kids. I was also a teacher's teacher's aide assistant uh, my senior year in high school, where I helped with kids that have special needs at the elementary. 
so i think i was just scared of the authority figure part on myself that's why i didn't major in child development early on so that's why it took me a really long time to figure out what i wanted to do and then i finally had a counselor who was able to meet me on the same path as what i wanted to do so we set up the classes that I want to do as an educational plan. I think it's also important to find a counselor, whether you go to a vocational school, university, a community college, to help you figure out your educational plan for you. That way you can have something to fall back on what classes and also can help you figure out your estimated graduation date or your transfer year that you want to transfer there's a lot of people who go to a community college that don't graduate but just transfer out and just get their associate's degree because having an associate's degree is great but you can't really do much with an associate's degree and i'm thankful that i do have my associates in child development you know but i'm so excited to get my degree in psychology with my bachelor's degree so I think, like I said, it's important to find a right counselor to help you figure out how to map out your education because your education plan is basically your map of how your years will be in school. And I think once you have that, you're able to be like grounded in your education about what you want to do and how to go about it. I think another important thing with school that I didn't take as seriously is getting involved on campus. What I mean by getting involved on campus is going on clubs, having organizations, doing the student government, do something that other students are doing as well. That way you can have those relationships and it doesn't just feel like school or you just don't have those classmates as friends or acquaintances during those times. Because once the semester is over, half those people you'll probably never see again. But if you joined a group or something or even a sorority, you know, that way you can keep those friendships forever, however long you like. But I think it's really important to just engage because we all need a community. That's part about life is having a community and having people around you, especially if they're positive and also going to school around the same time as you are to help you keep accountable of your goals. So I think it's really important to find ways to get involved on campus, even if it's up on campus or if there is no club or organization that you see that's available, I feel like you can also start one. There's a lot of people that I know personally. There's one specific person that I know who I went to high school with. Um, she was at the same community college. It was a couple years in that she started an anime club. I believe you really needed about like five or 15 people. I can't remember exactly the total amount of number that you needed to have. And then you needed an advisor. Advisor could be like a teacher or somebody that's an adult, that's the college, um, to help you help that club. And she started her anime club and she's no longer there anymore, but the club is still there. So I thought it was really interesting 
to do that because you can really do something like that and have that impact to leave on even after you um, are not at that college. And just because you go to a vocational school, a community college or a university or any other school doesn't make any less than anyone else. Education is education regardless of where you get it from or where you get it at because it's what makes you you. I think another thing that's important is to know is that a lot of us, I feel like when we go to school, we always think, oh, we won't be able to afford it because really college is expensive. And sometimes I feel like a lot of us, that's the main reason why we don't go to school because we always look at the barriers of how expensive it is and how we don't think we can get scholarships or financial aid because our parents still have us on our taxes or we don't qualify for it or we just don't have the means to pay for it. I think that when it comes to that, don't like be so hard on yourself. If there's, when there's a will, there's a way. That's always been my saying in everything in life. If you really wanna do something, whether it's school or starting a business or doing something small or big, <laughs> there's always a will and there's always a way. It may take a little bit longer than most people, but everything is a work in progress. So I think what you need to do is figure out what, how you can pay for college. For me, when I started, I think that was also kind of another setback for me why it took me so long was because I didn't get financial aid right away. I didn't have any means to like pay for it. So I was paying everything out of pocket myself. And I think until I was about 25-ish, that's when I was gained financial aid for me because that's when I was like working and I was able to like do my taxes on my own. So if you can have a part-time job before you're 18, 17, 16 you can start maybe you know hopefully by the time you're like 25 20 however it is when you start being independent or dependent out of your taxes uh parents then maybe you can start qualifying for you for your own to do financial aid i mean there are scholarships there's also um ways that you can like find a um like I said, like find a job, find a scholarship, find little things that can help you pay for school. And I'm sure there's also like, uh, I know they have a Pell Grant with the financial aid where you don't have to pay the money back. And, um, but that also counts without the, um, your parents taxes unless you are on your parents tax form uh during those years when you're in school so that's something to think about is possibly getting a job or starting an etsy shop or doing something that can help you um help with those education expenses and school is really expensive and i feel like a lot of times People always look at, oh my gosh, look at the total of the textbooks, look at my commute, look at how everything, materials I have to buy for like a lab 
or just other assigned stuff that I need for a class. And sometimes when you buy certain things, you only use it like once or twice. So you wasted like 65 or $100. And the sad thing about that is we can't use the other students' things. It has to be your own. So that's another thing to take into consideration when also getting financial aid is don't spend it on things that are not necessarily that you need but on things that you do need for school or just other things like you know food or whatever that you might need to help you because that's what it can be but just don't buy it on oh i want to buy that michael kors bag and then later regret when you need a lab kit that's like 160 dollars or more depending on what it is but just be very frugal about that um but definitely i would recommend getting a job even a part-time job whether it be an after-school program that's what i did um i worked at an after-school program it was about like four hours a week um so it was like from two to six when i was working and we would get paid every other two weeks so it would help a little bit even with the financial aid on top of that so you know just think of that when going into school whether it be a vocational or whatever school you decide to do as for online education if you feel that's more suitable for you then you should do it i don't have any experience in online school i do have experience in online classes because i have taken online classes but online school i'm sure that's a little bit more difficult and i will look into other ways of how to pay than loans even though this coming fall i am going to be paying loans at the university where i'll be going which is honestly i'm not really looking forward to that at all but you know we have to make these things unfortunately in order to keep going to school so my degree when i transfer out from the community college to the university is going to be psychology my hope is to be a family therapist so i didn't want i didn't want to do the um pathway of teaching because that would have been much longer and tedious and it would have been Liberal studies is just a lot of general ed work for me and not a lot of behavioral work that I want to do. Kind of like child development. Child development was more of how they were from adolescence to growth and so on. And I feel like psychology with that um, made its way into that. Kind of like a wave made its way into it so that's what my plan is is to major in that and I will also still be working as well and getting help with paying my loans and I think it's just important to always make sure to figure out what it is that you want to do don't do it because your friend is doing it and um, pick something that you feel like you're going to be happy in. So I'm going to give a few t- a few tips 
on what to do and how to make your college life a little bit easier, especially if you're still in. And it's okay if you're still in college at 28, at 40, or going back. And there is no age to education. I feel like if you put yourself, oh, well, she got her degree at 22 and I'm still in college at 40. Well, that's great. That worked out for you, but it doesn't always work out that way for everybody. Life happens. Things happen. Some people like school early on. Some people take a detour and do other things and then come back to school later on. You know, there's a lot of things that happen in people's lives that just don't, you know, match up how they want to be when they get out of high school. Maybe they had a family emergency that they needed to take care of somebody. Maybe they just weren't mentally maturely ready like how I was for school in the beginning. Maybe they just don't care for school at all. You know, you can't really judge somebody based on the education level. And I, that's something I learned myself because I was always like that. And I learned and accept that, you know, it doesn't matter if you have education or not. What matters is how that person is and how they treat you and how they respect you and how they value you. The, the most person can be the most educated and rich person, but if they treated you badly, and with no grace at all, would you still want to be friends with them, even if they're the most richest, educated, top, well people on the earth? I personally wouldn't, you know? So always think about that when you see somebody that doesn't really have a bachelor's or associates or a master's degree, because sometimes we don't even need that. Sometimes we just happen to fall into the right connections and you know, have a business or sometimes they have family businesses where, you know, the father has a farm and the son is going to take over the farm or something like that. You know, whatever happens, happens. You can't judge somebody's base story on why they don't have education in their lives or why their lives turn out that way. But my tips that I'm going to give is find out what school is best for you, whether it's a vocational, which is like a two-year school, or a community college. I know a lot of people say, oh, you're only supposed to be at a community college for two years. I don't really think so. I feel like that's a high expectation that people want us to believe, to think that we should be. But like I said, things happen and sometimes people end up being there eight years, more or less. Whatever floats your boat, we're all on our own timelines. And, um, or a university, you know, I feel like if you want to go to straight to university, great. But then you're always going to have a lot of loans to take care of after you graduate, even years on later. Um, so always, you know, pick wisely about where you want to go to school. For me, I decided to go to a community college because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was up in the air and I, luckily I did all my general ed in my lower division there. And then once I transferred out, I got to do my upper division. Of course, give take that the university, there was a few classes that I do have to do general that the university offers only. So what I mean by that, 
But at the university, those classes there, I have to take that are general from there because the community college didn't offer that. So figure out the school that's best for you, even if it's online. And if you're looking for online classes to do, I feel like you should search um, like on Google or like type your major and see what's best in that school and see if that's what's best for you. And I think the second thing is talk to somebody that goes to those schools. Talk to them and see if they like it. If they do like it, what is it they like about? Is there a lot of things uh, um, involved? Are people really involved, engaged, I should say? Um, Ask people that you know or people that know somebody that goes to those schools. I think that's something that we should do. Also have a mentor in school. I don't think just in school, basically, your whole life, you should have a mentor, have people help you and help you grow who you are to help you get things done. I think that's important to do. Um, So have a mentor for sure. Also get involved, like I said, get involved, get engaged, because we all need a community, whether we say we don't, we do need a community. That's how we as people live is by being around other people. I mean, look at us social distancing. We were all complaining about how we don't want to be around people, how we can't be around people. So that's what I mean about community. So get involved as much as you can in the schools. I'm not sure if vocational uh, schools have any clubs or programs like that. I'm pretty sure they might. So you just always have to look at the school's website or the school. Um, also, another thing is to check for your financial aid and figure out scholarships or other ways to help you with school. To That way... That shouldn't be your setback for school. Always, when there's a will, there's a way, and you'll figure out how to pay for school, even if it means you can't go to school right now because you have to save money for school. That's fine, but eventually you'll get it done if it's something that you want to do. And I think the next one is no excuses. I think if it's something that you really want to do, is and get that degree then I think you should do it if you're limiting yourself on why you can't get that degree ask yourself the why question why are you afraid why are you limiting yourself why are you stopping yourself from getting this usually a lot of times our fears get to us because we allow it and we shouldn't do that we should just stop those noises in our head and continue doing what we want to do especially if it's something that we have dreamed about for a long time or just recently want to do always do something that scares you and just put yourself out there regardless of the noises or what people say about you and i think the next and the last thing i want to say is if you don't have a major or what you want to do that is fine there's people that it really cracks me up how 
starting seniors when they graduate from high school. They're like, they're gonna be like, I'm going to be a meteorologist. I'm like, how do you know at 18 you're going to be a meteorologist? I'm 28. I don't even know what I want to eat for lunch. And it's like 1230. How do you even know that you want to be a meteorologist? Like, I don't even know if I want a sandwich or if I want pizza. Like, please explain to me how you know that. So it's okay if you go to school with an undecided major or if you had a major and you changed it five times. It's okay. Give yourself a break. Be gentle on yourself because that's part of life. We change who we are. We change our personalities. We change our ways of thinking. So, of course, we're going to change our major and just make sure you're picking the right major for you. And I highly recommend taking classes that you like or don't like. That way you can figure out what it is that you want to do. And like I mentioned before, even take the Eureka test. I think that's, I know it sounds silly and everything, but I highly recommend taking that because it kind of gives you like a platform of what you want to, what you should do, even though you shouldn't go based off on what a test says but you should go based off on what you feel that you like because a major is going to represent a job that you're going to do and make sure that job that you're going to do is something you're going to look forward to every morning and doesn't feel like a job make sure it's something like where you get coffee at starbucks and you're in line you're like oh i can't wait to go to work and not like, oh, I have to go to work. You know, always think of why you're majoring in something or why you want to do it. That way it can makes you look forward to doing what you want to do. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast and stay tuned for the next one. And remember, education isn't for everybody. And just because it's for one person doesn't necessarily, it has to be for another person and we shouldn't judge someone's story based on why they don't have education or why their lives turn out to be differently even if it became 10 times more better without education i hope you guys enjoyed it and have a great day